You're about to listen to episode three of Meet Mediocrity. Today, I'm going to do a little self-reflection and sharing with you my plans for 2020. Selfishly, I'm going to use this episode as my jumping off point for starting to really tackle my 2020 wellness goals, which until now, I haven't really been doing a great job at tackling. I'm also hoping that you'll share your goals with us so we can all help each other have a great, well, 2020. Here we go. It's Mediocre Mitch, welcoming you back to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Episode 3. Our Meet Mediocrity community is a community that seeks personal wellness, is looking for new wellness opportunities, and is looking to learn more about the activities we are participating in today. Our community is one of encouragement. Remember, it's not seeking mediocrity or settling for mediocrity, it's meeting mediocrity. Accepting that mediocrity is something that we have to pass through on our wellness journeys, and it's a stepping stone to something greater. And look, for some of us, mediocrity might be the best we can possibly achieve at any given opportunity or any given activity. And frankly, that is okay too. Because meeting mediocrity is far better than embracing quitting. Okay, so let's get started. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about my journey over the past three years with you. You know, I've had a longer journey than just a few years. But the past few years has given me a lot of food for thought around today's topic, which is goal setting. Look, goals are a great thing. The trick for me has been, how do I balance finding goals that I can use as my North Star rather than setting goals that become shackles that create negative thoughts and actually lead me to failure and even quitting? I can't say I've completely gotten this right yet, but I'm really trying. Today, I'm going to tell you about my story around fitness and diet And I'm going to pose some questions, questions for me to consider, and hopefully questions that you are going to consider as you think about your goals for 2020 and beyond. Here's my hope. My hope is that together we can set goals that propel us forward, even if we meet mediocrity along the way. My goal is is that we find perfect balance between setting super easy goals that really aren't accomplishing much of anything and setting goals that are too high and too inflexible. Look, we can't have super easy goals. You can't be someone who walks, I don't know, 8,000 steps a day and says, this year I'm going to walk at least 5,000 steps per day. I mean, you can do that but you won't really be raising your game at all. And then there are people 
like me sometimes, who set goals that are too high or too inflexible. That leads that that causes them or me to end up quitting or retreating. You know, <laughs> there are people who are like on the ridiculous end of this, who set their New Year's resolution from going from a couch potato to a marathon runner in three months. And they say they're going to start January 1st by running five miles. You can't do that when you're a couch potato to start with. It's too much. Frankly, it's downright stupid and unhealthy, both for your mind and your body. I mean, those are the people who are going to quit, get discouraged, or even get injured before they make any progress. So again, the goals can't be too easy and the goals can't be too hard. So to bring this into perspective, I'm going to do a little bit of bearing my soul and telling you um, a story about my progress and my goal setting. And then we'll look at my situation as an example of situations many of us, not just me, but all of us, are experiencing And we'll tie it together um, as a way that we can all look towards 2020 as a positive year with positive goal setting. So let me tell you my story. I did tell you some of this in episode one. I'm going to give you a lot more details about my goal setting and my journey here and now. So one of my favorite wellness activities is bicycle riding. So you know those overweight middle-aged men who have no reason to be creating a public nuisance or at least a traffic nuisance by riding their bikes on those small skinny seats with small skinny tires and they're wearing those ridiculously light tight (laughs) those ridiculously tight lycra outfits um well that's me so in 2013 i went from riding with one friend once a week to joining a bicycle club, the Mineola Bicycle Club here on Long Island, New York. It was a fun, it was, it is a fun and amazing group of riders and actually of people. So I started with them in 2013 and I gradually got stronger and stronger. I met more and more people who became more than just fellow men and women in Lycra, they became my friends. So I was making great progress until around 2017. And that summer, 2017, I just started riding less. I was putting on weight. I dropped down from riding with my good friends in the group to riding with a slower group. And I I actually started feeling down on myself. So I vividly remember the summer of 2017 passed. We were into the fall of 2017. And there was a bicycle club gathering where a bunch of us were getting together. And it was in October, October of 2017. I remember because I was at this kind of bicycle club party, October 2017, speaking to my best friend in the bike club, a guy named Dan. And I told Dan that my wish for 2018 was to have the confidence to ride with Dan and his crew or his group again in 2018. And I, my my wish was to not be so self-conscious of the fitness I had lost 
not be so self-conscious of my inability to keep up, especially going up hills. I knew I could do it. I just needed to get started. So after that discussion with Dan, I started thinking, how do I get started? So I thought about it and I thought about it. And then I started overthinking because just so you know, I tend to overthink a lot. Anyway, I finally set a goal. It was right before Christmas. It was, let's just say, around December 20th, 2017. And I said, Mitch, you need to do cardio 15 minutes every day. You don't need to overdo it. You don't need to set any land speed records. Just do that. Just do 15 minutes a day. So what happened after telling myself this or concluding on this is very interesting. And what I can look at what happened after that as a huge success story, or I could look at it as a stressful, overcommitted, setting the bar too high failure story. It really depends on how we look at it. But here I am in 2020, and frankly, I still haven't figured it out. So let me tell you a little bit about the start. December 2017. I started December 20th or thereabouts doing 15 minutes a day. And anyone who knows me won't be surprised that 15 minutes a day quickly became 20 minutes a day. And it led to me trying to go a little bit faster and a little bit harder every day. So one day, about a month into my resolution, I had So that's about 30 straight days of my 15 or 20 minutes a day. I went to a spin class at the gym. And I was going to a spin class at the gym like once a week. Um, The rest I was doing kind of at home on a stationary bike. Um, But I went to the spin class at the gym. And this week in late January, there was a new instructor. Her name was Constance. And just... As an aside, I really hope that I can have Constance join me as a guest on one of my upcoming podcasts. She is super talented and super interesting, and frankly, she's had an enormous impact on my life. So more about Constance later. Um, so I'm at this spin class. Constance is the instructor, and she says, hey, Mitch, I'm I'm I've just designed and I'm starting a special series of spin classes that um, I've designed to make people stronger outdoor riders when it comes springtime in April. So I signed up because I said this is it. This will allow me to keep up with Dan and the crew at the Mineola Bicycle Club. So Constance was a great instructor and she was also an experienced triathlete. So she just innocently said, why don't you add a little running and a little swimming into your routine? Cross training's a good thing, and it's a healthy thing. So, little did she or I know what she started. So, five months later, it was, I think, was it, it was May or the beginning of June, I entered and completed my first ever sprint triathlon. So a sprint triathlon is a half-mile swim, a 12-mile bike ride, and a 5-kilometer run, 3.1 miles. So I know a lot of first-time triathletes are most concerned about the swim, 
But I was okay with the swim. I was a high school swimmer on the high school swim team. I was also a lifeguard. So I knew I could swim. Now, let me just say, putting on a wetsuit and looking like a beached whale at the start line of the triathlon, that took courage. But I did complete the sprint triathlon, and I actually got really excited about it. I said, wow, I could do this. I really love this. So after that race, and with some guidance from Constance, I went on a more serious training program. I swam, I cycled, or I ran, or sometimes I did more than one thing, six days a week from June, that sprint triathlon date, until September. In September, I went on to complete an Olympic-length triathlon out in the Hamptons on Long Island. That was a 1.5-kilometer swim, a 40-kilometer bike ride, and a 10-kilometer run. Okay, so... 2018 sounds like a success story so far, right? I did the triathlons. By the way, I was able to keep up with Dan and the crew, no problem. Big success, right? So, of course, I wasn't satisfied with that. I had to do more as I was setting up my goals for 2019. So for 2019, I set up even bigger goals. And this is what I and people tend to do. So my goal for 2019 was to do a half Ironman triathlon. I also set out to lose 20 pounds. Now, I'm six foot tall, and at the beginning of 2019, I was 240 pounds. It's a big guy. I like to think it's all muscle, but it's not. Anyway, my goal was to get from 240 to 220 and to do a half Ironman triathlon. I figured that they go together, frankly, if I didn't have to carry the equivalent of a 20-pound dumbbell across my midline during a half Ironman triathlon, that would be a huge advantage for me. So that was my goal for 2019. And as you will see, 2019 had its successes, but in some ways I may have set the bar too high. So let me tell you a little bit about what happened in 2019 based on those goals and where to put my head for, for 2020. So, 2019. As I think about 2019, there were some really great wellness accomplishments for me, even beyond the whole triathlon thing. So I I started reading books again. I read a lot of really good books. I downloaded the Headspace meditation app, and I used it quite a bit. I learned about something called Bikram Hot Yoga. Maybe you know about it. I didn't know about it, but... Bikram Hot Yoga is in a Bikram studio, super hot, standard set of poses, and I did a bunch of classes. I did a diet regimen in 2019. I focused on on, um, losing weight. And um, actually, I did lose the weight. I, I lost 20 pounds between January and May. And then between May and September, which is when I ended up signing up for the half Ironman, I put 10 of the 20 pounds back on. So anyway, back to the topic of triathlon, I did a ton of training. I was very disciplined. And frankly, I did the, I completed, first I completed an Olympic length triathlon in June as a warm up. 
and I actually completed the half Ironman Atlantic City Triathlon on September 15th, 2019. By the way, September 15th is Mediocre Mitch's birthday. Have I mentioned that before? Mark your calendars. Anyway, a half Ironman triathlon, a 1.2-mile swim, a 56-mile bike ride, and a half marathon, 13.1-mile run, completed September 2019. So, still sounds like a success story, right? But here's where I went with it. I'm just being honest. I'm sure I'm not the only person who would do this to himself, but here's what I did. First off, I'm beating myself up. Why did I put the, I, I lost 20 pounds. Why did I put 10 of them back on before the half Ironman race? Why can't I stop eating cookies and ice cream? Those 10 pounds made the half Ironman much harder on me and my body than I needed it to be. Secondly, while I did complete the half Ironman, I did it 30 minutes slower than the goal time I had set for myself. In fact, I was probably two miles into the run and I realized that it was going to be an incredibly difficult run. I mean, I did manage to run the entire way and I did manage to finish the race, but it was agonizing. So I fed myself all the positive self-talk I could to remember that, you know, Mitch... You were just doing 15 minutes a day, 21 months prior, and now you've completed a half Ironman triathlon. But honestly, it took me every ounce of mental strength for me to remember that the glass was half full. I was kind of not buying it because I had put some of the weight I lost back on and finished that half Ironman slower than I wanted to. So that's where my head was going into 2020. So here I am right now, late February 2020. I completed that half Ironman five months ago. And I've set some 2020 fitness goals that frankly include a couple of big things. I'm going to do another, I'm already signed up, another half Ironman in August. It's the main half Ironman triathlon. I also signed up for a 100-mile bike ride in May called Grand Fondo, New York. And if you didn't think, if you thought the 100 miles was crazy, it also includes about 9,000 feet of climbing up and around Bear Mountain in upstate New York. I also really need to take that 20 pounds back off. But here's the thing. Here I am in late February, and at this moment in time, my motivation is still not high, my weight is still too high, and my fitness is not high enough. So I've spoken to Constance, and we have a plan to get started next week on my fitness journey for 2020, and I'm going to forge ahead and try to meet these goals. But I'm sharing all that with you because, A, I'm definitely going to need some help. And I'm trying to use these events to be my 2020 North Star. But at the moment, I'm just not sure. So I'm going to continue to share my progress with you guys. 
and hopefully you'll share your stories with me and let's help each other achieve our 2020 goals. Look, I have to believe I'm not the only one who's wavering on my goals during the first few months of the year. I also believe that people help each other, people help people bring out the best in themselves. And one of the reasons I set up this podcast was to create a community of encouragement, one where we all recognize our own and each other's human weaknesses and acknowledge that it's all good. Meeting mediocrity is a great step, and it's a much better step than doing nothing. So, here we go. This is not going to be an overachievers podcast, and this is definitely not going to be a triathlon podcast. Meet Mediocrity is meant to be a podcast for all of us. So whether you're trying to achieve 10,000 steps a day, you're trying to lose a few pounds, you're trying to spend a few more minutes reading books every day, it doesn't matter. They're all important wellness goals, and we all need encouragement. So as I said before, I'm going to share my progress towards my 2020 goals with you as we go forward on our Meet Mediocrity journey. I will try to be brutally honest in my sharing with you. I'll share successes. I'll share my failures. And I hope you'll share yours too so we can encourage each other. So here's the wrap up. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell a friend. Subscribe to the podcast by pressing the button below that says subscribe. Follow us at Meet Mediocrity on Instagram. Join our discussions on the Meet Mediocrity Facebook group and look for our tweet of the day on Twitter. So once again, this has been Mediocre Mitch. And until next time, be happy, be positive, and be well.